0: Oh, oops. this podcast isn't working hi welcome back to this podcast isn't working i'm your host Heidi Wright and i hop on here every week and talk about what's on my mind This week, what is on my mind is that I, for some reason, am however many episodes in and I have never really spoken about parenting. Now, I did want to touch on that topic of raising kids because it's a huge part of my identity at this point in my life, but it has occurred to me this week that I'm really scared to talk about it on this podcast. And I think that's because I don't want to come across like I have answers, that I have any advice that's really worth taking, I don't know. I mean, I do believe in the value of sharing stories and I am currently editing a couple of episodes that where I talk to a friend of mine who's a midwife about my experience of having my two kids and what happened in between those two uh, circumstances that really changed my life and I think that that's worth sharing. I don't know exactly for what purpose. I want that to be open but I just I want to be the last person to ever sit here and say I have the answers because I think when you come out and say I'm right about something, it means that you're telling somebody else that they are wrong. And this is something I have really struggled with since I've become a mum. Now, becoming a parent, it's got its own natural challenges, as I'm sure everybody is aware of. Um That is not counting the journey to becoming a parent, which is a whole other area that I just, I don't even want to go there. That's huge. But once you have a child, there are natural challenges. But on top of that, something that I learned pretty quickly is that you earn a label or you are given a label when you have a child. And that label is parent or in my case, like mom as well. Uh, And for some reason, it changes everything. And I certainly felt like after I had my first child, it it started to really occur to me that everybody seemed to suddenly have a, a right to my world, you know, an opinion on my situation, you know, advice for every decision I was making. And this is not necessarily that people were in my face directly saying to me, you should do this and you should do that. I mean, that did happen quite a lot. But I just mean I think you feel it generally from lots of different places, especially social media, any kind of media. And in my case, even things like mother's groups, breastfeeding groups and places where you would interact with other parents, like the playground or things like that. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is I found it really tough. Uh, I'm, I'm three years into being a parent. That's not very much i must say so i certainly am not the be all and end all on on parenting i've got really no idea probably at this point but i personally have found that really difficult that people have this power in your life that they never had before and you feel very watched and you feel very judged even if it's from within yourself which i'm sure a lot of feelings of you know, guilt or shame or things like that. It does come from within yourself. I do know that. But yeah, anyway, you feel like everybody's kind of at your door waiting, like waiting with bated breath to give you more information, more advice, more opinions. And it seems to just not stop. I can't imagine what it's going to be like going through other huge milestones in my children's lives and my life as their mum you know, I'm, I'm already nervous about those things. Anyway, coming back to what I wanted to talk about today was not only that I have felt intimidated to talk about raising kids, but at the end of the day, I really don't know what kind of advice I would give to somebody who's about to become a parent for the first time or is a parent because it's really difficult to narrow it down to anything finite. But what what I was, I was just jotting some notes on my phone and I did write down a couple of things I wanted to share kind of in this realm that I felt were like, it's not so much advice as it is telling you my story about what has helped me on my journey so far and continues to be so applicable that I do recall these things probably on a weekly basis these couple of things I was going I'm going to share so for what it's worth this will be my first episode uh, dipping my toe in the water of yeah talking about parenting and when I first became a parent I had a lot of feelings like I mean I am someone who I'm very emotional I feel things very intensely I'm very emotionally aware. I'm even, I would say, someone who's quite hyper vigilant about everybody else's feelings and everything that's going on around me. So I'm quite the sponge and I'm quite the the emotive person. And all the feelings that I had, I felt like, you know, it it was a lot for my baby, like for them to cope with. I didn't want to be too upset or too guilty or too panicked or too anything I wanted my baby to feel safe and my baby to feel calm and all those things and I found that I was really keeping a lot in and I think as well you feel this pressure when you first become a parent to kind of keep it together in a way because you don't want other people to feel like they have the right to kind of come in further than you would like them and appearing weak Just, I know that this is not true, but it feels like, you know, appearing weak in some way might give somebody else the reason to come in and judge you harsher. This, none of this that I'm saying is actually like how things go. It's just, it's what goes on internally. You get what I mean? Anyway, it occurred to me at some point that I could talk to my baby about how I felt. So when I was feeling really overwhelmed, I remember when my eldest. Daughter was really, really tiny. I used to tell her about it, and I'd say, "I'm really sorry, darling. I just, mummy's running this really hard today. I feel really, really overwhelmed. And you know why? Because I've not done this before, so I'm really confused and uh, about what I should do and whether I've made the right decision. And you know, I would tell her things like that, or I might tell her another day. Mummy's feeling really sad and I'm not really sure why. And it means that I've had a few cries today and whatever. And this kind of talking to my children, it goes right up until today. And I hope for the rest of my life, I'll be able to be open emotionally with my kids. And what I've found is that, you know, that it's been a great release for me and a great way to connect with my kids. I think it's something that we shouldn't be afraid of doing. And I'm noticing now that my daughter, who's three... She has a great emotional vocabulary herself and she also is eager to ask people how they're feeling and it helps her understand what's going on around her. So she'll see my behavior change and she'll say, oh, mom, how are you feeling? You know, often it's when I'm probably angry. <laughs> She's straight away, oh, how are you feeling, mum? Just wanting to check in, you know, am I in trouble? But I enjoy those moments with her because not only can she ask me how I'm feeling and I'm sharing that with her, but she then feels like it's normal for me to ask her, how are you feeling? And I sometimes ask her, how's your body feeling? You know, how are you feeling in your heart? Like, these things are different. You know, there's, there's a huge um, range of things that we feel Uh, sensations emotions all that I'm no authority on any of this but I have found that honestly to be one of the most powerful things I ever did being a a new mum was just feeling open enough or like feeling brave enough to just talk to my baby about how I was feeling because I didn't always have the answers I think it's what I missed out in telling this to begin with is I didn't always have the answers I didn't always know what the right thing to do would be Not that there is a right thing all the time, but, you know, in your brain, it feels like that. Oh, is this wrong? Is this wrong? Is this wrong? And then once I could just talk to her about it and say, mommy doesn't know what to do. It's almost like that just made it better in itself and helped me cope with the unknown and the overwhelm. It was really powerful. So I would definitely say that that was it's been a pivotal thing that uh, is part of my parenting that I wanted to share. And um, another thing that I was thinking about when, because you often get asked, oh, do you have any advice? I I recently was speaking to a couple who were about to have their first baby and they asked me if I had any advice. And, oh, man, it's tough to to be put on the spot like that because when it comes down to it, honestly, uh, I started to ask them a bit about their support network, which that was kind of where the conversation went. And what I was sharing was that for me, having a child – what needs the most work i think and the most the thing that you can invest in the most um, i think that benefits the whole family is your relationship with your partner and i'm not just talking about your intimate relationship i think there's value in that and in the closeness that you share as a couple who are you know romantically partnered together but as an actual partnership you know what are my strengths and weaknesses what are yours Uh, How do we work together the best? Where's our home base for like things like values? And how do we talk about things that we disagree on? Like how are we going to solve conflict? And how do we deal with times when we can't see eye to eye? We just can't get there. I'm just throwing out ideas, but you get what I'm saying is that honestly, I think Uh, my advice for anyone who is going to be a parent or who even is a parent now and maybe finds it hard or just wants to do the best job they can honestly I think investing in yourself and your partnership with your your partner it's like it's a game-changing thing and it's something that I've been quite passionate about since before I even got married I was very adamant that you know my husband and I did quite a lot of work on our own relationship before we even got engaged and then between the engagement and the marriage we had quite a few sessions with a proper psychologist and really nutted out a lot of things and it wasn't so much about figuring out what we agreed on what we didn't it was more about trying to learn ways to deal with really tricky things when they come up later because that's a thing you won't always know what those things will be but we still use some of the advice from those sessions now. I can't say enough. Your partnership is the pivotal aspect I think of parenthood honestly. and if it's not the, if you're not with your partner who you had the child with, that's fine. but whatever your support network is, your team, whoever you know you are in yourself and your team that supports you so um, when it comes to you know making decisions, backing yourself and all that sort of stuff. Whoever that is, whether it's your partner that you're with now or the people who support you in your life, it's just got to be solid. That's how I feel about it. And to invest in that and not in like, um, a, you know, a kind of like la la way of you know oh, self-care, self-care. I have a bit of an issue with self-care, which I might talk about another time, um, but more not to say that self-care is not important. I'm not saying that. That's that's a, anyway, different discussion. But what I mean is, is like really investing in yourself, knowing yourself as much as you can. If you feel like you might have unresolved issues, honestly, going to see a counselor or a psychologist, I cannot recommend it enough. I will definitely talk more on other episodes about therapy if you're interested to know what it's like, how to start it. Um, yeah, anything like that. Uh, I, I want to cover quite a bit of ground on what therapy is like and, and why I have found it really beneficial. But yeah, invest in yourself and invest in your relationships. Don't be afraid to just go see a psychologist or a counselor with your partner or the important people in your life to have just nutted out with them about, okay, what kind of tools can we use? Like add them to the toolkit for whatever's going to happen later or whatever's happening right now. You know, it's invaluable. You don't have to be um, have a a label of illness or anything like that to go and see someone like that. It's it's just an amazing toolkit Uh, you know beefing situation like I don't know what I'm saying but you can really get equipped by asking for professional help honestly it's just so good and absolutely no judgment no one really cares at the end of the day the psychologist is not thinking oh wow these people are crazy they're just doing their job they're there to listen to you and to feedback and to help you yeah find within yourself the different things that you already have that you can use to just be a better more resilient person so anyway, yes, your relationship's so, so, so important above anything else. You know, if you don't read any parenting books, that that's fine. <laughs> but read a book about, you know, read a book together with your partner about relationships or problem solving or boundaries. I mean, like it's it's a rich tapestry out there, people, of all the stuff you can access. I certainly don't have all the answers, but yeah, I've I personally it's something that I will continue to invest in for for yeah, the foreseeable future with my husband. And it has saved us, I think, many a time when we have found parenting challenging. The thing that seems to keep us above water is our relationship, you know, and the common ground that we have built through honestly hard work and humility. That's what I would say. So, yeah, that's something I have found really, really valuable. And I just had two more things I wanted to mention. And one is that I still struggle with this so much. But something my husband tells me all the time is you have less control than you think you do. And this is not to belittle me or like give me a crisis of confidence. He's saying to me, all these things you are blaming yourself for, that you're putting pressure on yourself for, that you are judging yourself on, they're not even things you can control. A lot of them they're just it's nature or it's genetics or it's just coincidence or you know honestly I think in a time with so much information research knowledge you know perfecting like we are in this time of perfecting everything you know we've built many things throughout the you know decades and we've you know we've discovered a lot of things we've We've basically like got all the building blocks there and we have built upon them. And now it's like we are honing them. You know, we're in this time of perfecting everything and trying to know everything. We're really um, getting good at figuring things out. But I, I just can't get on board with figuring out parenting or children or just human life and how it you know, I just don't think that we can ever get to the point where we really know everything. And it's comforting in a way because I I often get in this weird space where I think I do know a lot or I've I've heard, you know, this particular thing and how this works and I'm I'm freaking out because, you know, oh my gosh, I I really don't think I'm holding up my end of things there for the kids. Because something that overwhelms me, or well, it's just on my mind a lot, is that our kids are vulnerable and they're not at a stage in their life where they can make choices for themselves very often. And I feel the weight of that responsibility because I need to make sure that I'm not just making choices and decisions that is all about me or, you know, it's convenient for me at the time or whatever. I do want to consider what it means to my child because they don't have the power to be part of that decision. So, I mean, I probably think way too deeply about these things, but yeah, it's on my mind. And when I get wrapped up in that world of knowing and information and wrong and right and all of that, that's when, yeah, my husband is like, you know what? Some things just happen and we don't know why. And and that's OK. I mean, maybe it's, it's good to just remind ourselves of that when we're blaming and trying to figure out. I think figuring out things, maybe it's helpful to some people, but honestly, it can drive you crazy when there really is just not a right answer and that is the final thing that I wanted to talk about is I often say this in jest but the only advice I was ever happy to share up until recently with new parents or anything like that I, I very much jokingly would say everything you do is wrong and that's just it and honestly as much as I joke about it I think it's very true. Almost everything you do will be wrong to somebody else. The The way that your child weans from milk to solid food or the way that your child learns to crawl or walk or whatever, like You know, um, how much time your child looks at a screen, how much time you read to your child, how many books you have on the bookshelf, like what kind of toys they're allowed to access, whether they are allowed to have sugar or not or whatever. You know, apart from very extreme situations, obviously, where the child's health is at risk and things like that. Honestly, there's a lot of gray area. Beep boop. Heidi from the future here. I've just been re-listening to this section and I did want to acknowledge that a lot of advice that is given to you as a parent, I do know is coming from a really good place. It's also from people's, you know, wholehearted, honest perspective. It's how they view things. It's how they've experienced things. They might have learnt this particular method or option through trial and error themselves and it really worked for them. I guess what I'm trying to point out here is that when you feel overwhelmed by all the different options, the different choices that you're making, whether or not it's right or wrong. I guess I'm just saying go easier on yourself and understand that even when someone is presenting something to you that seems very, very black and white, it's not that simple. And there is room for you to interpret things in your own way and to acknowledge where things are actually coming from, that they are coming from somebody else's experience, not necessarily your own. So I guess, yeah. Go easy on yourself, that's kinda where I'm going with that. Anyway, back to the podcast, boop beep. Nobody really knows the right answer. For every right answer you think you've found based on research in inverted commas, you will find honestly the opposite very, very often. And that sort of thing just drove me crazy. So I very much stay away from people who are very adamant about certain things. You know, this is the right way. If you do it the other way, you are wrong. I, that I cannot get on board with. I get so stressed out by that. In fact, <laughs> I have a, a book on my bookshelf and it's really funny because it's a book, I, I won't even name it, but it's a book I was recommended when I became a mum. And honestly, it really hurt me when I was reading it. It made everything worse. Uh, it, it, it just made me feel like a complete failure. It made me feel panicked that I had missed the boat on a few things that I could never, ever go back and repair, you know, that I'd done the wrong thing for my daughter. Like it was, it was, it was a lot guys, because it was written in this style that was like, I know what's right and I know what's wrong. And if you've done the wrong thing, it's, you you know what, it's too late for you. That's honestly what it was written. Like there was one way to do this. And if you couldn't do it that way, you were screwed. Like it was really bad. The funny thing is that I actually have kept that book <laughs> because it's the spine of it is purple. And all my books are in order of color. And if it, it wasn't there, it, I would have a gap, guys. I would have a gap. Um, I need more purple books to kind of get me from, you know, the blues to the to the pinks and the reds. Um, <laughs> that is actually true. But. It's probably a good reminder as well. I do often look over at the bookshelf at this particular book and I'm reminded of the day that I put it down, you know, when I realized I don't need to listen to this. This person cannot be 100% right because you know what? Nobody is 100% right about anything. And that was freeing to me. And so, yeah, if you're a parent, if you're, I mean, if you're anybody, anyone who is listening to this, please remember no one is 100% right about anything and that there is scope there for you to find your your own personal truth through not only getting information which I think is still really important but experiencing something for yourself you know finding what works for you and not being afraid to kind of pick and choose maybe some of the advice you get you know take page 10 from this book and maybe page 35 from the other even though they don't go together you know in the original idea they, those two things might work for you and they might even be at odds but it still is what's working for you so that flexibility and that freedom has been something I've really tried to embrace because I can get really stuck feeling like I'm doing a bad job not because I am afraid of being a failure But I just feel this immense responsibility to do the right thing for my girls because they're counting on me. You know, I don't know if anyone else feels that way, but that, yeah, I that's a big thing, (laughs) that responsibility. Wow. Anyway, I think I'll leave it there for tonight. There's some of my thoughts on what has helped me or been important to me on this, you know, very short journey so far of being a parent. And yeah, hopefully it's one of many episodes where I can talk fairly candidly about my experience. And you will hear soon my story about how having my daughter's changed my life forever, not just because I became a mum, but because of other things that happened around that. And hopefully soon you'll hear that story through some episodes I'm editing. But until then, this was my first episode where I talked about being a mum and I hope you enjoyed it i hope you can appreciate my candor and it's not advice but i hope that something that i said either helped you think about something in a different way or maybe reminded you of something that really helped you on your journey whether it was parenthood or something else that you were finding challenging in your life you know there's these amazing touch points that we have either from internal realizations or something maybe somebody shared with you or something you experienced for yourself these moments are really important to reflect on I think especially when you might be having a tough time is going back to those touchstones and and reminding yourself of what maybe helped you through that challenging thing last time and Hopefully, you know, by going back there and finding that little nugget of wisdom or whatever, it might help carry you through this next challenge. So, yeah, that's it from me. Have an awesome week. I will be back here next week to talk to you again. So hope you enjoyed and I'll see you then. Bye. Cool. That was good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that <laughs> like that.